Welcome back to another episode of 68 Shining Moments presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Today, we have AJ Guyton and Quinn Buckner talking about Indiana's run to that 1976 undefeated season. What was the the mold that, that, that made you guys gel together as when you recruits were recruits coming in? What was it that made you guys so tight-knit, so competitive, and, and, and so and with a will to win, man? Like, what was that coming together like at that time? Coach Knight, man. Coach Knight. I come from a background where, where my coach Ferguson in high school mm-hmm. um, was really good about fundamentals and really how basketball works. Right. How it works. And so by the time I got to Coach Knight, they were skilled and, and some other things. And, and really the toughness piece because of how hard you compete in practice, how many times um, you had to do it over to make sure that not only you got it right, but all the other people on the floor got it right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, luck is when hard, hard work meets opportunity. And he made us work hard. And, it, you know, when you think about it, games were easy. Right. Yeah. Because you worked so hard in practice. That's mm-hmm. really what this, that, that's his whole uh, philosophy. Mm-hmm. So it was the repetitiveness of people want to say uh, practice make perfect. Now, mm-hmm. perfect practice makes perfect. Right. Yeah. Difference. <laughs> right. Yeah. You pay attention to the detail and you get it right, right, right. So when you get in tight games, they're not tight. They just right. here's the scenario. Here's what we do. So it's now you plan. You know, with guys start thinking about what they're doing, they're not very effective. Right. Yeah. But if you're playing and you've done this repetitively. It's, it's almost an instinct. You see this, mm-hmm. you do this, you do this. And, and so it's, it's, again, it's, it's very linear. And that's Coach Knight. And I said this on uh, something I did for him just a short while ago. People will say he was maniacal. I, I don't know. You can make that argument. Mm-hmm. I don't, I choose not to. Right. But he was maniacal in his preparation. Right. Mm-hmm. And he stayed on you, us, them about doing it the right way. Right. And that's a legacy that you, we, we honestly don't have anymore. And I'm not blaming right. any coach or any, sure. any official or anyone. Yep. But he said this, and, and I'll never forget it, AJ. We were seniors, and he told the, the sitting audience and the, the people looking, he said, take a look at this, this group. Mm-hmm. You'll never see another one like it in your lifetime. And I didn't know what that meant Right. Yep. 20 plus years old. Mm-hmm. I got a better idea about it now, but I also know what it takes to do those kind of things. And I try to bring that to anything that I'm dealing with mm-hmm. in terms of the, the preparation, because if you're not prepared for an opportunity, it can get there and you, 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 you ramping up. Oh, right. You gotta be prepared. So when it's there, you're going. Yeah. That's what he, he wanted us to be doing. Before we continue that interview, I have to let you guys know that it's that time of year again. We waited two years for this moment, and it's finally here. March's biggest tournament is back. Gonzaga is getting ready to run the table. Slippers are being fit as we speak. And our partners at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook, are putting our listeners at the center of the action. How? If you bet $4 on an underdog in a select game this week, and that underdog wins, you win $256. That's right. $256. Here's how it works. Download the app now and use the promo code FIELD68 when you sign up. Scroll through the list of select underdogs, bet $4 on them to win, and cash $256 when they do. 
there's no better way for you to put your college hoops knowledge to use than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's safe, it's secure, it's reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So remember, the code is FIELD68, that's FIELD68, to turn $4 into $256. For a limited time only, must be 21 years or older. Restrictions apply. Go to DraftKings.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Grant, your, your 76 team is, is widely regarded as the greatest ever, but the fans view you almost as superhuman. So I, what I want to do is I'm going to name four names, and I want you to tell the fans and tell me what that particular person brought to the basketball team uh, of 76. So I'll start with Scott May. Um, smart, mm-hmm. tough. Most don't know Scott was an All-American tight end in high school. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> right. Most people don't know that. So when you, you get to um, tough situations, uh, and that was the other thing about us. We were men. I'm a football player. I'm really a football player that played basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My gift, honestly, was football. It's football, right. But, but he was tough, smart, could shoot it. Um, knew his limitations. Wasn't mm-hmm. a great defender, but he was a decent rebounder and above average passer. But mm-hmm. he was tough-minded and highly competitive. Right. Bobby Wilkerson the best athlete on the team and it wasn't even close mm-hmm. six, seven rangy. Um, and, and I'll give you a story about Bobby Wolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scott and I were talking about this just two weeks ago. We were in front of McNutt doing, you know, how you sit out in front of McNutt for people who haven't been there. They don't know, but yeah. you know, it's just like a, it's an area where you can sit in lawn wow. chairs or whatever. And literally um, Bobby Wilkerson, and a guy named Mike McFarlane, I believe is his name, got into this discussion about who was fast. Mm-hmm. Bobby's 6'7". Mm-hmm. Mike McFarlane was the indoor 60s, they call it at that time, yard champion, indoor. And Bobby said, oh, I, could, I could beat you. Now, Bobby used to run distances all the time. He's, right, yep. he's ranging. They ran, and Bobby ran into a dead heat in gym shoes. Wow. At 6'7", versus a guy that was about Five nine. That, that when I'm talking about an athlete, Bob Bobby Wilkerson. Uh, the other thing, from a basketball standpoint, as we started to lose control of the story I was telling you about Alabama, mm-hmm. where Leon Douglas got away from us and, and, and started to do something, and he was quick enough to put it on the floor. Bobby guarded it. Right. And Bobby and I were guards, and Bobby would guard the best guard on the team to turn me loose because I I was one that could. I knew how the game worked, right. knew where the ball probably was going. So it turned me loose to do that. So he'd got a guard in that game, and he did it in Alabama. I think T.R. Dunn was one of the guys. He guarded mm-hmm. him, then he guarded Leon Douglas. That's who Bobby Wilkerson wow. He's very quiet, but he, he, he was very impactful on our team. I remember Coach Knight telling us uh, he was the best athlete he coached. Absolutely. Uh, Kent Benson. Benny was an interesting guy. He had a lot of pressure on him coming from Indiana. Okay. In Newcastle, where you have uh, Chrysler, I think it's Chrysler uh, Center Arena. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just a lot of expectations. And he came in, and, and, and like you might expect it, it with Indiana basketball, everybody was expecting him to be the star. Well, he was coming in on a, a team that, you know, just wasn't happening that way. You know, Scott Bear, <laughs> right. And we had to help him understand how things were done because he was so much bigger and so better skilled, so much better skilled mm-hmm. than kids. High school was easy. Like for a lot of us, you have to make that adjustment. 
Mm-hmm. He struggled with it. But once he got it, Kit was strong. And he was one of the guys, first time I've seen centers consistently. I'm not first. Right. As a center. Mm-hmm. Steve Downing could shoot this shot. And yeah. most don't know, Steve Downing was on the team when I was a freshman and then yeah. played with George McGinnis. But then Benny could step out and make the shot up to the foul line. But he was big and strong. And he did, and he had a little bit of a main streak in him. Right. He didn't yeah. mind hitting you with an elbow coming yeah. across with a swing hook. So... Mm-hmm. Now you that's how you covered the middle was with Benson. And mm-hmm. uh and, and and he was, you know, he was as impactful as, as, as in a lot of ways, Scott, maybe to a less degree. Well, sure, Scott, but you had to have somebody to man the middle because it was a much more low post game, if you will, at that time. Yeah, that's and Benny could do that because he had a hook that you couldn't guard because he was mm-hmm. big and he, he didn't mind dropping that elbow in your face or your chest, depending <laughs> on where you were. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, what about last one is Abernathy. <clears throat> I, uh, Aber was a fundamentally sound player mm-hmm. who was behind Scott my senior year. Behind Scott may have been our best shooter. Right. It may have been Scott, Abernathy, and then Kent was a very good passer, understood how the game worked. Mm-hmm. I mean, really knew – you know, this guy, you know, reading his defense, all of the stuff we used to hear, read the defense. But I read it well. Really? Yeah. Deliver whatever pass needed to be delivered. If he had to spin it a little bit to give it to come back to you, if he couldn't give you a straight line pass, he didn't do that very often because if it didn't get there, he knows Coach Knight <laughs> going to get it. Um, excuse me. But AJ, what, what I think people need to know, mm-hmm. I played on one of the smartest teams I, I, that I could, could imagine. All of my teammates, um, were extremely bright. Right. Jim yeah. Cruz was a big part of what we Jim did. Cruz, um, yeah. And he was black. Wisman, that, mm-hmm. the late Wayne Radford. Radford yep. They were really smart. And that makes a big difference when you get into big games because, you know, those X and O's that were sitting yeah, on that right. board, they move it. <laughs> somebody's got to make a, a split decision. Right. And hopefully the repetition gets them to understand what you're trying to get accomplished. My teammates and I were able to do that. But I, I I say all the time, people talk about me leaving them. And I said, well, I, I don't know about that, but I know I played with probably one of the smartest groups to ever play basketball because you got you don't win championships without being smart. Absolutely. Absolutely. You hey, y'all 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 blazed through the, the tournament with the struggle game against Alabama and a revenge game against UCLA. But as soon as y'all get in the championship game, Bobby Wilkinson goes down with the concussion, right? Uh, what, what was, what, as a leader, how did you bring those guys back together? Because the game was close all the way. You were down six and a half. So he was obviously dealing with that still, trying to adjust to the game without Bobby. But how did, how did you, what did you say to the, the guys to bring them back together? Let's go play. Yep. <laughs> Don't complicate. Let's go play. Mm-hmm. Um, and Coach was, was extremely, uh, his leadership was at the forefront of this. He didn't come in yelling and screaming. Yeah, about it because we had beaten Michigan twice before, uh, and I think he knew, and, and the pressure of the game. He wasn't trying to put that kind of pressure on. Us. So um, we just played. We, and that's what was that's what I, it was so much fun about our team. I, you know, he, the only time Coach Knight would really yell at us, mm-hmm. we were playing teams that weren't very good. Yeah, no offense to Northwestern. Yeah. If, if Billy McKinney was on there, who's a, a friend he of mine, mm-hmm. who could really score. But if you, you're playing teams that you should beat, mm-hmm. that's when he would drill us. Right. he knew he didn't have to drill us on the other one. He was trying to – because when you fight a lot of time, it's, it's human nature. So he knew coming in at the championship game – I don't come in yelling. 
okay, what do we have to do? Yeah, right. I mean, we just, we came in and did it. The difference was all of a sudden Wayne Radford and Jim Cruz take a bigger role. Right, yeah. So you, you, you've got to adjust the team a little bit. Radford's a little bit more of a score. Jim and I started as freshmen. Mm-hmm. Jim Cruz was slow afoot. Great understanding of how to play and can make shots. Mm-hmm. So it's not like having, so I've got to guard somebody a little bit more um, basketball oriented than I had previously because Bobby's not there. So mm-hmm. those adjustments you just do. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to be a victim here. We, we're going to make it happen. And like Scott, the thing that to that point, we got there after playing UCLA mm-hmm. our senior year. We played them at the beginning of the year and got them. We beat them. Um, but the coach had asked us the summer of our junior year, did we want to play them? Both Scott and I, he didn't get it out of his mouth, but we said, yeah, because UCLA was right. <laughs> And we, we beat them in St. Louis. Yeah. And Prior to the UCLA game, before we played Michigan, Richard Washington, the great player, said that that was an exhibition game. And not a one of us said a word. Right. So when we played them again <laughs> for the semifinals, we, we, we busted them again. That's how competitive that team was. It didn't take kindly to a guy saying, okay, you got beat. Now all of a sudden you want to say it's an exhibition game? <laughs> Real now, what you got? <laughs> we don't say that, but right. that's what we're thinking. Absolutely. I mean, that's just that's, that's the competitiveness of our team. Right. You guys won the game, y'all. You and Benson and you may and Benson ended up being too much for him, man. You hugged Coach Knight after that. What was I mean? I know that's one of the iconic embraces in national championship history, man. I've never seen a, a team so excited. Like, I mean, you see guys now, they like, ah, you know, they hold a trophy, ah, it's cool. They ready to go talk about themselves. You can see. That that was an iconic moment, man. And you you have a very, very had a very, very or have a very, very unique relationship with Coach Knight. How did you how were you able to crack the Coach Knight code, earn his trust, and have that kind of relationship with him? Well, um, that's kind of two questions. First of all, <laughs> I don't know if I cracked the code. I just did what I was <laughs> yeah, supposed to do. I did, did. At a high level, but I think <laughs> one of the things you and you can appreciate this. Mm-hmm. When you're in high school, you, you do what you do. Right. You're mm-hmm. saying you're getting off, whatever. Um, and you know that the accolades that came, this is the labels other people put on me. I yeah. didn't put on. Right. And he said this to me and, and sometime in the last five ten years. He said, I appreciate you letting me coach. Because if you can imagine, and I never I didn't think about it AJ. Um uh if given the the accolades, the labels. The fact that, that I'd won football, basketball, I could go anywhere in the country. So you're talking about somebody that can do something. I didn't yeah. think about it like that. I'm, right. I know there's, some, there's a lot of things I can't do, and I'm right. trying to figure those out. That's, that's how yeah. I work. <laughs> and he said, you allowed me to coach you. And for that, I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I think in that, that was an acknowledgement of, of William and Jessica Buckley. I'm not going right. to you. Mm-hmm. And that is something that will forever stick with me forever in a day because I never thought about it as I was letting him coach you. There's no question. You the coach. I'm going to let you coach me. I don't. That's, but it would have been easy for this human right. being, given the athletic accolades and all that comes with that, to not let him coach you. And right. I get it. I didn't get it. <laughs>